APs and Shelly Delaney present. A Warren APs production presents A Warren APs production, The Movie Professors. Yeah, that, that's it's going. It's going. It's doing right. the thing. I'm gonna drink some coffee. This is. You wrote like, way more than I did. Well, it's yeah. <laughs> it is a competition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're winning the nerdy award. <laughs> um, and my, but my handwriting is undoubtedly worse. I don't know. It's, it's pretty bad. No, uh, yeah, I took calligraphy. I tried to like learn calligraphy for a while, yeah. and like it just fucked up my handwriting permanently. Oh, so that doesn't it, make sense. Well, I never got good at it. Okay, but it like stuck forever. So, <laughs> uh, oh, it's in. This is in the podcast. This oh, is all professional. Oh, sh- um, uh, we we have a name. Yes. Welcome to. The movie professors. Wait, you it made me say it without you. It was oh to say. oh okay okay. Well, we have to rehearse this now. I'm, okay, I'm not I'm not comfortable. <laughs> Let's rehearse. Do a count off. Uh, okay, one, two, three. Mo- movie, professor, profe- movie professors. Sirs. Yeah. Okay. Um. Ooh, and we should do introductions. We haven't done that yet. Oh. I'm Warren, and you are Shelley. That yes, that yes. is correct. We won't we won't use last names. Mm-hmm. No, I I don't want anyone to be able to find this or <laughs> anything about my past. Yes, uh, but your um, social security code is <laughs> oh, um t- yeah one. It's divisible by pi. Um, so uh, we we watched a movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. We watched. Stagecoach. Stagecoach, yes. And of course, I'm talking about and the, the it, 1986 Stagecoach. Oh, shoot. Uh, directed by Ted Post, who also directed The Baby. And it stars Willie Nelson, Chris Christopherson, Johnny Cash, and uh, Wyland Jennings. Yeah, it's quite an absurd piece. It's an <laughs> interesting take on the original from 1939. That's, that's a real movie. Yeah, I did, I, that's not the movie we were talking about, but... Oh, sweet. All right. I got a little panic there. <laughs> but, woo. Uh. My question is, was that considered good acting at the time? Yes. Oof. Yes. Some of it's good. I think some of it's really good. Like what? Uh, I think John Wayne is, is very good. I think he's very everyman, and it works really mm-hmm. well for him. Um, I love... The goofy stage driver Buck. I just loved him because he's just silly. He's um, very silly. And the doc, really great. Yeah, no, that's true. I like the doc a lot. I think he won an Oscar for that, mm-hmm. for Best Supporting that year or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dallas. I think Dallas is good. Yeah. Everybody else is sort of ridiculous. Well, I think that Dallas and the doctor had, it. they had a backstory for their characters, and so I th- I think it had a lot to do with the writing and the direction for them to have a chance to be good. Yeah. Because 
that's always good storytelling when um, a character is in the middle of their own personal journey and we're seeing them where they are right now, but a lot has happened in the past. So then as actors, that gives them a chance to show where they're at. So I thought she did a good job with that because um, I liked how long it took to reveal that she was a prostitute because um, just the way that, and it was very subtle, so it was really good choices where people would ask her opinion or treat her like a lady or like hold the door for her and she would always act very confused like no one's ever treated me with respect before was how I got that. Well, let's go um, for people who listen, which doesn't exist because we haven't put anything out yet. Mm -hmm. So all all hundred errors of you... um, Let's let's go through the plot, like mm-hmm. kind of go through it, and we'll talk about the individual parts. Okay. Um, because one thing this movie does really well is it's a really fucking good setup. Like, it opens uh, with the army, and yes. they're like, "We got a wire from uh, where are they they're trying to go to La- uh, Lordsville, Lordsville." Yes. Um, Lordsville, New Mexico. Is that right? I had to write it down because I don't know these areas. They're going from Tonto, yeah, uh, where is it? Sorry. They're going from Tonto, Arizona to uh, Lordsville, New Mexico. Mm -hmm. So they start in Tonto. They get a wire in Tonto that's like uh, the Indians, the the Apaches have attacked Mm -hmm. and Geronimo's there. And then the the wire is cut, which is actually really important that the wire is cut. Um, and then we meet all of our characters, mm-hmm. like all in fast succession. And they mm-hmm. all have like, it's like 10 seconds of backstory. That's all you need to know. And then the movie starts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Dallas who's being kicked out by all the ladies mm-hmm. who are like, you're a prostitute. We don't like you anymore yeah. with the, uh, it was like the law and order league or something like, because they're like, mm, you slept with our husband. We hate you. But you can't say that because it's the 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Boone has been kicked out because he's an alcoholic and doesn't pay his debt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, and there's already two writers on there, which is Peacock, mm-hmm. who's the uh, the liquor salesman. Yes. And then Mallory, who is looking for her husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mrs. Mallory. That's right. And then... Um, so what's the the gentleman's name? Uh, uh, Hatfield. Okay. Hatfield, the the yeah. gambler. Uh, yes. Yeah, the right. gambler. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, there's a lady. I will come assist her in these troubling times of Apaches. That's yes. like his whole reason. He's yeah. just a guardian. Well, um, that's what it seems like. And then it's that uh, I think the suggestion was that he might have known her as a a oh. girl because um, she starts to recognize him near the end and says that. And then he comments that he was um, he was in the war with her father. Yeah, I didn't so, pick up on that. But yeah, and, I see what yeah. you mean now. Yeah. And that was interesting because it was almost like there was a misdirect that he was like being lecherous about her. Mm-hmm. And he's following her hoping that her husband's dead or something. That's kind of how oh, I – that's what I thought because he's like yeah. – he got on the coach and he's just – really ingratiating himself with her and so you think like he's maybe up to no good but then it's right. like he had, seemed to have this personal investment because he he knew who she was and he knew her father well when he's gambling so he's like you've never seen an angel or a yeah. gentlewoman <laughs> like an angel in the jungle yeah he says. that's uh that's john carradine who has been oh. in, oh, fuck john carradine he's been in so many fucking movies he was like a bit actor forever and he's 
really bad in this and slurs his lines in some of the movie where I could barely understand him. So, yeah, that was that was very strange choice. Yeah, it's right. Like he, the way he delivered some lines was just like either over or underacting. Like yeah. it was very weird. Yeah, it was. It was an odd. He was good, but it was yeah. also like whatever. So then he jumps on, mm-hmm. and then uh, oh oh, and then also Buck goes into the sheriff mm-hmm. and's like, I need a shotgun, dude. And uh, then they have a conversation. Curly, who's the sheriff, I guess, of the town, yes, or somebody, right. mm-hmm. and uh, he says that Ringo Kid. Uh, he saw them in Lodsville last, or Lordsville, and that's where they're going. So he hops on to try and get in Ringo's way to put him back in jail so he doesn't get killed. Yes. More or less. And and so they're, they're setting up that there's someone out there that wants to kill yeah. uh, Ringo, and yeah, he'd be safer in jail. So the sh- so he's Curly's a shotgun guy mm-hmm. who rides to protect the, the, the thing. So that's the main... And then they're leaving town, and then we meet... Uh, what the hell's his name? Uh, Gatewood. Oh, the, um, the banker. The, the, the banker? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that guy, the, right. The total asshole. The complete asshole that never shuts up. Yeah, who's stealing, like, 50 grand. Yeah. Trying to go to a different town and get away before the telegraph is yeah. fixed so he can get away. <laughs> That's, like, his entire plan. Yeah. It's a really shitty plan. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so he jumps on board, <laughs> and then they, they, they go off. And then on the way to their first stop, they run. Oh, and they also have the cavalry with them, who's an escort. Oh, yes. And they're going to be escorted the whole way, and they're only going to the first stop. But mm-hmm. then they pick up Ringo, and he arrests him, and now we have our whole group of people for the rest of the, right. the journey. And already it has set you up with their social standing, which I think is really yes. interesting. Like, everyone in the town beforehand... Like, obviously, the drunk and the prostitute are sort of on the lower rung. Mm-hmm. And then you have Mallory, who's supposed to be very prim and proper. Yeah. And then you have Peacock, who's just sort of a heel. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, Ringo is also on the bottom rung. Mm-hmm. And then you have, um, I guess you'd call the banker and the um, the gambler. I guess he's kind of in the middle. But the banker's mm-hmm. supposed to be, like, upper crust. Yeah. And then even the way they're blocked in the carriage mm-hmm. the, is even, like, there's the two stagecoach drivers who never go inside the carriage. Mm-hmm. That's their entire gig. Yeah. Um, and then there's, it always shows um, Gatewood between the two women. Ringo's on the floor, literally lower than them. Mm-hmm. It shows, um, uh, what is it, the Doc and mm-hmm. Peacock always together. Yeah. And then they show... Hancock, or not Hancock, uh, I just forget his name, Hatfield, mm-hmm. like by himself. Mm-hmm. Like they even block it in these different little social structures. Mm-hmm. So we have it already set up as they're going along. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then, so yeah, what, I, th- I just think that was really like, that's, and this was in like 10 minutes. They mm-hmm. set everything up for this journey mm-hmm. and then we we're off on it and we knew everything we needed to know about every single character like instantly. Mm-hmm. It was, it was really good. Yeah, it was good, but it also it was written fairly well mm-hmm. um, because all those expectations they set up in the next ten minutes get challenged, which yeah. was interesting. So yeah. you got things were revealed to you. T- to me, the most interesting character was the the doc. Oh yeah, because I think that he is considered low standing, as you say, but he there's almost like 
people hate him more because as a doctor, he had a very high standing. And because of his choices, then he now is despicable. Mm -hmm. And so the way they treat him is definitely like they can't believe that he would ruin himself in his career by those choices. But there, there was a lot of suggestion that Maybe he was affected by, like, political struggles and maybe he fought in the right. war or something. And that's why he, what does he say, is, like, that he's a fatalist. Oh, yeah. He had that whole speech that yeah. was really good, too. So Which happens he, a little, yeah. happens later, I think. Yeah. yeah. So he just, it, it's, it becomes clear at that point that maybe some really bad things happened to him that yeah. he decides that life it doesn't matter what happens in this life so have a good time and you're yeah. probably going to die in a minute so like there's like these little chunks where they they stop somewhere and then they travel and mm -hmm. while they're traveling you get like this backstory interplay thing mm -hmm. so the first time they go from tonto to the first stop <clears throat> and uh they realize that the cavalry is not going to go with them and there's nobody else to go with them so they're mm -hmm. on their own yeah. and they keep pushing on mm -hmm. um but that's where they have that really amazing meal where mm -hmm. they sit down to eat mm -hmm. and like. A meal made by a savage. No, that's later. Isn't that? No, no. This, oh, okay. The first one is just. But yeah, we'll get there. Well, okay. the racism happens all in one chunk. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll hit that. <laughs> all in one chunk. We're going to hit that as a big bump. But so we go. Um, it's just a it's it's white people or whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love how all the shots too show the roof. Yeah. So when you go outside, it's like huge American expanse. And then you go inside and it's all like shitty and dingy yeah. and you see the dirt floors and shit, which yeah. is nothing you think about until you realize that movies in the 40s were all made on sound stages. Mm -hmm. So they had to build the roofs and put dirt on the floor and stuff. Um, it seemed very authentic. Yeah, it was really. But so then they sit down and they're going to have me a meal. And Ringo's like, hey, sit next to me, Dallas. Which mm -hmm. is also sitting next to Mallory mm -hmm. and Gatewood mm -hmm. and Hatfield. yeah, and you can tell she's really uncomfortable to be treated like a a regular respectable yeah. person, but she start, is appreciating it. But then fucking Hatwood's like, or not Hatfield's like, hey, it's more comfortable over here on the other side of the table. Mm -hmm. I don't want, so we don't have to sit next to the like prostitute and and. Uh, criminal. Yeah. yeah, they get up and it's yeah. really rough. Yeah, and, and you can really feel the like purposeful class division. Yes, that this movie sets up. Mm -hmm. And then Doc just drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they push on, and then what does anything happens between them? There's there's more interplay. There's the there's the the water cup scene, with mm -hmm. the, which is worth explaining. How would you explain it? Um, so Mrs. Marley is like, can I have some water? Mm -hmm. And so we get, they get a cantina of water and Hatfield's like, mm, let me bring out my fancy high class clan. pool. Yeah. yeah. He like gives okay. her water mm -hmm. in this fancy fucking yeah. silver confederacy. I don't yeah. know. Uh, and then she drinks out of it. Mm -hmm. And then Ringo's like, Hey, what about the other lady? Yeah. He keeps saying the other lady. Yeah. And everyone's like. She's not a lady. No. They keep looking at him like, why are you calling her that? Which is yeah. harsh as shit. Yeah, but very realistic. Yeah, well, at least for the time. And then, so then he puts the cup away, mm -hmm. and then he gives her the cantina of water, and she that drinks he's it. he's already drinking from. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. And then she tries to offer it to Studio Pants Banker Man, mm -hmm. and Banker Man's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so rough. 
He's the worst. Yeah, he is the worst. Just the whole, it's really interesting. His speech is just railing against like, you know, uh, limits on the free market. Oh, and yeah. Like anything that stops just rampant capitalism. It was a very funny, like torrent of verbal diarrhea throughout the whole time. Well, he's gone ahead and stolen everybody's yeah. fucking money. Yes. You know. What is this? What's good for the bank? It's good for America. You're stealing from them. Yeah. Um, and then they stop. And that's when the movie takes a really mm-hmm. racist turn. Before it was like, you know, they question an Indian. Mm-hmm. Like, how can he be trusted? He's like, well, he's not an Apache. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then it's like, they literally say savages. Yeah. And then. Like the first horror mov- movie music of the movie starts when. She sees the wife who is Apache, right? And she's like a savage, and then like it's like scary string sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just like, and the dude's like, "No, it's okay. Yeah, she's my wife." And then, but even that dude who is pretty offensive about talking about her. Oh yeah, well sh- sh- they do that really beautiful musical number. Yeah, it was really it was really a nice like calm break. But pretty out of place. I didn't really understand why it happened. It's the forties. Yeah. Sound is a thing. You just. You, you have it, so you use it. And it was pretty mm-hmm. nice. But then um, she tells basically the other Native mm-hmm. Americans there to steal their, their spare horses. Mm-hmm. And she also runs off with the dude's horse. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, she, he took my favorite horse. Yeah, I don't know? care about my wife, but don't take my horse. Yeah. yeah. I um, was surprised by her choice because, um, I mean, as an actress, because she definitely looked like a native. Yeah. And in that time, they often would just darken a white person's face. Uh, on the Wikipedia page, no, it was IMDb. Mm-hmm. Those were uh, Navajo. My people! Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very slightly Navajo, but they aren't actually Apache. Yeah. <laughs> Navajo. But apparently that movie brought them like a bunch of money because well, they hired local people because yeah. they didn't want to ship people into New Mexico. But they're like, no, it's inclusive and... You know, still, we don't want to spend money. Um, so, oh, and this is the same time that Mallory's having the baby. Yes, That's which is so, I mean, it so made sense at the time, but she's like, feels a little faint. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly there's a baby and you're like, where the fuck did that baby come from? But it also makes sense to why she's trying to find her husband. Yes. No, so, it all made sense, yeah. except in like the human biology kind of way. Oh, yeah. And she didn't, she wasn't like huge. So no. <laughs> and you, you know, I think it would probably be against morality clauses to like hear a woman like grunting in pain. Yeah. Oh, and at the same time, Ringo proposes to Dallas to yes. get married. This all happens yes. all very quickly. So He sees that baby in her arms and he's like, I want to put a baby in her belly. Right. But I mean, it doesn't it doesn't feel rushed. Like there is yeah. a lot of interaction between them and there is a lot of time just spent where they look at each other and they definitely do get the most time on screen mm-hmm. interacting where they're not yelling at each other. So I, the movie's only an hour and a half long. Mm-hmm. And I was fine. Like, it's a Hollywood movie made in the 40s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, they're married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll just move on. We'll, we'll probably touch on the racism later. <laughs> uh, and then they escape. Um, and they ford that river, which mm-hmm. was actually pretty cool. That was a pretty cool, like... It just was impressive they forwarded that actual stagecoach. Yes. There's lots of impressive scenes. I mean, that's probably why this movie was so important was just the action sequences alone. Yeah. It must have been. Oh, yeah. That crazy. last action sequence, which mm-hmm. basically what happens now is like when the native 
guy jumps from horse to horse mm-hmm. and then oh falls gosh. between them. That yeah. was that's and it's yeah. all like one shot. Yeah. It's really fucking impressive. That was good, but also, I mean, I couldn't help but pick things apart because the the people riding in the background of horses kind of look like, you know, when you're at um, the amusement park and you're playing like the ski ball where the horses oh, are. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it lo- looked like. It was just like a blanket with horses painted on it, fluttering. A oh, sure. Bit. I was like, okay. Yeah. But also then there's that one shot where that guy like jumps from horse to horse to horse. Yes. Which was also very impressive. Yes. So as an action sequence, it was pretty impressive. And the horses all had names. Remember, it was like oh, Moxie yeah. and, and there was, Sweetheart and Brownie. And they're like throwing rocks at him and shit to make yeah. him go faster, which is <laughs> apparently a thing. I like looked it up and I was like, that's what you do apparently, but oh. still weird. Mean. Oh, and also there's like uh, some horses died re- in real life because oh. they would like wire the horses to pull out from under them so people would fall off of them. Oh. And they had to put them down because it like broke their legs. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, the MDP oh. page is a little rough. That, you know. But I've watched Jodorowsky movies, so it's it's a a small body count comparatively. And then um, the cavalry. Oh, wait. There's one more important thing. Hatfield, Mm -hmm. to save Mallory from a fate worse than death, is about to shoot her in the fucking head. Yes, that was nuts. And I was like, yeah, nothing is worse than being touched by a savage, essentially. Yeah, but it was also just like whoa dude yeah. this movie took a really dark fucking turn yeah real is like last bullet situation i'm gonna kill this defense yeah. it's like what the fuck well but it turned out he was lying about how many bullets he had he's like i actually had no five. that was uh that was ringo was it because hatfield gets shot and uh, dies because morality code stuff yeah what if you Try to kill a lady, you have to die? I don't know. Maybe it was just so they didn't have to explain it. Oh. So, but he dies. And then um, then they go back to town. They go to Lordsville. Mm-hmm. And Ringo gets a showdown, kills the plumbers who mm-hmm. killed his family. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to cart Ringo. Oh, wait, no. And then they also go see where Dallas lives, which is like a slum. Yeah, and there's like, it was interestingly shot because I was like, okay, how are they going to show that she's a prostitute? And it was like, there are some shadows where it looks like people are cavorting mm-hmm. very far away from each other. Right. But that that was just that, and then probably playing some jazz music or but it was also pre-jazz like, music. It was like literally a lower set yeah. of houses in like mud. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, I mean, nobody came out and was like, Dallas is a prostitute. <laughs> It was like, oh, she, she's a bad person. No one likes her. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, no, I still love you, baby. It's cool. Um, and then they trick, uh, they trick Ringo by being like, we're going to cut you off to jail. Mm-hmm. Do you want to ride with your sweetheart for a while? Yeah. And then they like send them both off yeah. in the cart, which is cute. And then... Yeah. Uh, Doc has the closing lines. Well, that just saves him the blessing of civilization. (laughs) Which was such a weird last line because, you know, I don't know. It's because so many of these movies at that time were just manifest destiny propaganda films. Right. Like looking at the, through the rosy glasses of, you know, white people colonizing America. But this movie had like... Um, it was really saying something about social class mm-hmm. and society and how 
what you think is going on mm-hmm. is not necessarily how people are. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were just to look at the movie and saw the first five minutes, you'd be like, yeah, I kicked that prostitute out and that drunk out. He's a terrible doctor. <laughs> but by the end of the movie, because, you know, Doc gets sober, mm-hmm. he delivers the baby, he has some pretty genuine emotional lines that actually impact me. Like, yeah. when Dallas is, like, trying to figure out whether she should bury Ringer or not, yeah. Ringo or not, she doesn't go to anybody else. Yeah. She could have gone to the sheriff. He would have been sensible. She knows, yeah, she knew that he knew what it was like to be treated like garbage but to, she knew that she had value, and she hoped he saw that she had value. Yeah, like and like also that he was he was not necessarily smarter than everybody else, but more like worldly and not yeah. caught up in his own bullshit. Yes, even though he was because he drank too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they all have an arc. Every mm-hmm. single character in this movie, mm-hmm. well, except for maybe Buck. Yeah, I mean he's just a stage driver and, and a relief. And yeah. well, no, you. Uh, maybe Peacock doesn't have an arc, too. Maybe he's just there for gags. Yeah, kind of. Because his whole gag is that he's cowardly, and he that really doesn't change. So. No, and Ringo doesn't have much of an arc, but he has a... Well, he completes his task. Mm-hmm. He does what he's out to do. Whereas, like... Um, and he redeems himself, I guess. There's a lot of redemption stories yeah. that are going on. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, he kills for his, mm-hmm. his family. But, like... Uh, Gatewood gets caught. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hatfield gets shot mm-hmm. because, well, he was going to shoot somebody else, which is pretty yeah. fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Oh, and Mallory, her 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 husband's there, and he's okay. Yes. Um, and Dallas, there's like been sort of a like a tension between Mallory and Dallas the whole time, mm-hmm. but then when the baby's born. She, like, stays up and helps. That was a really interesting scene because she treats her with disdain the whole time. She's also very wrapped up in her own thoughts. But then at the end, in order to acknowledge what she's done for her, she's like, if you ever need anything. And then sort of a look of realization is on her face. And she's like, she knew she couldn't complete that sentence. Yeah. She won't be able to be there for her or do. She'll probably never talk to her again. But then Dallas is like. I understand. Yeah, which so. sucks. Well, yeah, which sucks, but it's also like, but she does have an arc. She yeah. grows. Yeah. All the characters grow. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think makes this movie kind of exceptionally mm-hmm. better than most. Mm-hmm. It's pretty rare you find a movie with this many people where there's an arc through all of them mm-hmm. and the journey actually feels rewarding. Yes. Like it felt like they all went through different trials and mm-hmm. learned each other's things. And even the sheriff, right? He's like, I'm going to arrest uh, Ringo because he's, I don't want him to get killed. Mm-hmm. And instead he, like, lets him go. Yeah. I, I had a hard time, like, really believing that part. It seemed it, that was, like, the super Hollywood m- moment. Yeah. But running was, off into the sunset. But it was still nice. You wanted yeah. to see Ringo and Dallas get together. Yeah. You didn't want them to live in shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you didn't want Dallas to live in, like, literally the muddy slum board yeah. plank of... Lordsville, which looked like a shit town. Yeah. And it was a lot better uh, vision for her than because his original thing was like, well, go to my house and just stay there. Yeah. I'll be in jail and you should just wait for me. And I was like, no, don't do that. Yeah. But yeah, if they're together, it's cool. Yeah, it's, it's better. Yeah, I, Overall, it was, it was it was a very good movie. Anyways, um, we should talk about the racism in the movie. Mm-hmm. 
because that's going to be complicated and sticky. Because mm-hmm. it definitely was a wasn't a noble savages movie. No, they were like the bad guys, and that that doesn't change at all. No. Although his last, the doctor's last line suggesting that getting away from civilization, which is of course colonization, which is of course white culture, getting away from it is good, which is kind of interesting. Right, but still, it's like. The Indians are just faceless. Yeah. They're, they're just faceless monsters. Yeah. You know, they even play the like really hammy Indian thing. I wish mm-hmm. I could just like drop that right now. So, bloop. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's really offensive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can just hear like they're hooting and hollering uh, and everything. Yeah. So and bad. like, oh, also Geronimo apparently was involved, but we never saw Geronimo. No, no I, that faces. was just been- I wanted to see Geronimo. That would have been more interesting. And slice all of those. Um, yeah, and it, it didn't treat them well. No. It, it was pretty offensive. Yeah. Yeah, there's really nothing else to say too much about that. I mean, I thought the only line that countered that a little bit, it didn't have to do with Indians. I had to do more with like slavery, which was that, that the banker um, refers to um, the Confederate War. He says the the Great oh, Rebellion. Yeah. And then. Um, oh, that's Doc and Hatfield, because because Doc is like, what the hell is it? Oh, he fixes Ringo's brother's leg. Okay. He's like, yeah, that's when I got honorably mm-hmm. honorably discharged from right. the Union Army mm-hmm. with the rebellion. No, that, that that's what he said. That's right. It's yeah. the banker that's like gets upset that he corrupt, corrects yeah. him. So Hatfield's yeah. like, no, it's. It's the it was the, the war of the South. Yeah, the Confederate War. Yeah. It's like it's not the Great Rebellion. So yeah. he yeah, he puts it down and so that was kind of interesting. Yeah. But that was about it. Um but it also like the Indians are a small part of the movie mm-hmm. and it's just an action sequence, mm-hmm. although it is racist, because it feels like they just wanted to get to the gun fight out mm-hmm. in the end yeah. with the plumbers. Mm-hmm. That or plumber and his gang of yeah but i think that it was just weird um but it wasn't boring like it was it was a very well-paced movie Mm -hmm. and it told a lot of story really efficiently yes like it's it's an hour and a half long and now we're dealing with like three hour marvel movies and like (laughs) it's and like the last fast and the furious movie was two hours and 20 minutes where they don't even accomplish very much story. And this movie was like, bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Like, it was great. And I love movies like that. But yeah. it, it wasn't it wasn't slow. Yeah. It took the whole first 10 or 15 minutes for me to really try to pay attention to it. I think I had, I had watched Game of Thrones right before <laughs> I watched this movie. And so I remember the first 10 minutes. I'm just like, that's so boring. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Ooh, would you recommend Stagecoach? No. Okay. I would to okay. anybody. I think it, it it might depend on the context. If someone felt that all movies from that era, like, depicted women in a certain way, or, you know, if, if there was some blanket judgment, I like proving people wrong. Yeah. So then I would recommend it. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm going to think about this movie too much after this. Okay. I, I, I thought it was definitely I, – I, I thought about it a lot. So, and I, I definitely think it's worth, it's worth watching just to point out and be like, there's an American movie that's good. Yeah. You know, like, 
we have those. We have a lot of those. Yeah. But, I mean, it's always like people are like, they get wrapped up in now. And I always like having a thing in my back pocket that's just like, here's a really good movie mm-hmm. that's not long and epic mm-hmm. and full of all the, like, I think I watched a Criterion copy of it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not like an arty film. You don't have to be super staunch in that's film true. study. It's just a good mm-hmm. movie with relatable characters. Mm-hmm. You can go on their adventure and get away from it and be like, I had a fun time. Mm-hmm. As opposed to being like, I'm going to watch Citizen Kane and be like, what does this all mean? <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> this is the best movie ever made. All that shit. So, <laughs> I totally got Inception. I got I, every every aspect. I got it. If you didn't get it, you're not as smart as me. And I watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> well, Citizen Kane is the best um, American film ever made. Uh, fucking Citizen Kane's a great movie. It's fine. Oh, actually, Orson Welles apparently saw Stagecoach 40 times before he made Citizen Kane's. And this oh. is like his archetype oh. for a movie. All right. Give it a... I give B it a watch. minus. I, I give it a an A. Go go to all of the listener. You you one listener, Steve, <laughs> Chibagawatsky, Sun. You go watch this movie. <laughs> that you don't know Chibagawatsky. He's my Ch- Chibagawatsky. No, it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. You go watch this movie. And you you Facebook. No, you you YouTube. Angry, angry post about this. I think my comment against Rick and Morty fans is what's going to tank our podcast. That's going to push us over the top, man. Yeah. It's really hip to be to not it. like it anymore. It's at that third season hump. You know, where the, the first two seasons were good, but now it's bullshit. Mm. That's what always happens. You know why they're saying that? It's because there's more women writers. Oh, God. <laughs> women are ruining everything. I know. They just took... <sighs> So dumb. Who the fuck cares? Like, uh, I don't. You have how much? You have time and energy to write and complain about that shit, as opposed to enjoy. A lot it. of people have. That's that is what where most of their energy goes. Ugh. I I kind of expected Stagecoach to be a musical. I really did. Yeah. I very much did. <laughs> I like musicals. I don't think you like them as much yeah. as I do, but I was like all down. I was like, this is gonna be great. A stagecoach named racism. <laughs> <laughs> the noble savage. Oh, in 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 New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a very small pond. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, yeah that's, okay. that's all I got to say. Okay. Um, we need like a way to end this thing. No, we don't, because we're gonna write a song oh, that does it for us. Right. Here is a sample. <laughs> and it, I think that will be my lyrics will be based off of just and we're done talking. <laughs> we're bored with each other now. <laughs> we don't. Think I'm tired of my voice. We don't think we're entertaining anymore. No. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, yay, fun times. Yay, Bye. good times and great oldies. Sweetie.
professors. Movie professors. Movie professors. Movie professors. Movie professors.